Hi, my name is Julian Stodd, and today I want to talk to you about the grammar of culture. Because we exist within a culture, we sometimes think that it's just natural, that it just happens around us. But in fact, if we look carefully, we can see that there are many different rituals that cause us to find that coherence in culture. There are little things that are done in certain ways, ways that give us that sense of familiarity and comfort, things that make something feel normal. But of course, those rituals, that grammar of culture is unique to us. It's learnt behaviour, very little about it is actually natural. Indeed, when we talk about culture shock, it's because we go into a different culture, a different space, where the rituals are very different, where the little features of the everyday that are so comfortable and familiar are suddenly different in some unique way. Why are we thinking about the grammar of culture? Well, it's because it's not just our national cultures which are different. Our organisational cultures are unique too. And we learn what that culture is when we join the organisation. An organisational culture may not be as different as if you go travelling around the world, but in its own unique ways, they can be very different from each other. Indeed, it's one of the things that always amazes me is just how different different organisations are. Some seem to have very open and welcoming, inclusive and productive cultures, and others have cultures which are somehow more stilted, sometimes more of a culture of bullying or harassment. Perhaps not so extreme, but in many different ways, every different culture varies. And how do we learn what this cultural grammar is? Well, it's unlikely we learn it by sitting down and reading a book about the culture. Most of our experience of culture is just that, it's experienced. Culture is experiential because culture itself is created, or perhaps I should say co-created, by the actions of every individual towards every other individual in the moment itself. We create the culture in the moment. After all, culture doesn't live in the bookshelves, in the floor, in the laptops, in the buildings. Culture lives within people and it persists. It's another interesting thing about the grammar of culture is that it's not really impermanent. It carries on even as over time, everybody within the organization cycles through. Some aspects of culture seem to persist. The way things are around here, some kinds of tribal and tacit knowledge of what the organizational purpose and identity is. Indeed, this persistence of the grammar of culture is one of the things that makes it remarkably hard to change organizations. I've certainly been able to interview people at least 10 years after their organization has been acquired by a different one, and they still carry their primary cultural identity as being part of the parent culture. They identify as being one of this type of people, people that come from this other organization. So the grammar of culture persists. In large organizations, of course, there will be many different dialects within that. There'll be many different flavors. Indeed, almost any time you bring people together and you start to grow that group, it will ultimately split and break down into various subcultures, which almost inherently develop their own grammar. As we start to use jargon, specific words and contexts, as we start to build our in-jokes, all of that contributes to the grammar of the culture that we inhabit.